I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for over 200 years. And we get to be alive at the time to see it fall. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe that the deep state or shadow government is trying to destroy America. And that soon those involved are going to be completely no exposed as America unites to destroy the deep state. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that the worldwide news media simply repeats 4 a.m. talking points produced by this criminal cabal and that it will soon be exposed for the entire world to see. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that George Soros is funding violent socialist groups to destroy America. And it will totally backfire as America wakes up, unites, and takes their country back. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. But that God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that the Patriots have legally established over 150,000 sealed indictments that will soon be unsealed. And we finally will see justice established with military tribunals. I believe that Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past present and future sins to be forgiven so that you can live the abundant life. <laughs> and I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that Obama and Hillary were exercising a 16-year plan to destroy America. And the Lord God Almighty saved us by allowing Hillary to be defeated by an anointed Donald J. Trump. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you, and I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today.
All right, guys, we have everything messed up here, but we're going to try to do it. So I had a major disaster with my online broadcasting system. So everything that I'm trying to do is not working, <laughs> but we're going to do this anyway. We are going to try it. So uh, anyway, so uh, so mute backstage, please, because we're going to we're, we're rolling and we're live. Um, we are actually going to be talking about feeding the 5,000. So I know God's word can go can, uh, conquer all these technical problems that we're having. Um, so my aspect ratio on all my OBS is uh, so hopefully this is showing. I'm going to go look to see if you guys have good sound on Facebook and Rumble. So let me know if you have sound. I'm going to be playing a little bit of music in the background just to, to also see if everything's as, as we're testing it out. So... So backstagers, please stay muted while I'm trying to get feedback from f Facebook and Rumble. So let's see. So let me know if you have sound on on Rumble and Facebook, please, and uh, then we're gonna get rolling here. So I'm just looking right now at I'm bringing up another thing so I can see the Facebook chat a little bit better. Um, all right. Feeding the 5,000, there we go. I've got that set. Rumble sounds loud and clear. Thank you so much, appreciate it. So it uh, looks like we go. So now, cause you guys can now, now backstagers, can you hear the music? Give me a thumbs up if you can hear the music. Awesome, <laughs> we're set. I didn't think it would work with everything that was going on, but we're, we'll, 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 be, we'll like, do this as best we can. Looks like I've got this still way too big on the, uh, on uh, the display screen so I'll have to just adjust that a little bit when, when we get to the scripture but we're gonna be talking about John 6 um, my partner crime Gus is still traveling and all kinds of things from the Tulsa event that they had the reverse Davos in Tulsa so I'm, I'm gonna be doing this by myself right now and on Sunday as well but to tell you what we're gonna well, we'll ha I'll have all the, the aspect ratios and the sound and everything fixed by then I'm sure um, but we are going to be digging into this, so I'm going to show the screen to see how big and ugly it is compared to what it usually is supposed to be. Hey, it looks like that's actually readable for you guys, so that's good news. We can we can do this. All right. So Jesus feeds the five thousand. This is what we're going to be digging into, and that's kind of funny because Jesus asked this question: Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? And that's going to be a key big question: Is that he sets up? what he knows he's going to do, a huge miracle. And uh, this is what we're gonna dig into. So I want to kind of start with just get into some worship. Hopefully the aspect ratio works on this, but we're gonna be digging in to um, just loving the Lord Jesus by singing to him, right? And Revelation song, there's all kinds of scriptures here. Looks like it's a little bit big, but uh, I think we can get away with it. Worthy is the lamb who was slain, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. That's out of Revelations 12. Then sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. I'll flip over here, see if it's a little better. Aha, that one works better. Now I can see the backstagers and review these. Second part of this talks about sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Revelation 5, 8 to 10 talks about the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb and they sang a new song. Just think about that in the future here. And Exodus 25, 17 talks about the mercy seat. It says, you shall make a mercy seat of pure gold and you shall put a mercy seat on top of the ark. There I will meet with you. 
So God actually meets with people in the Holy of Holies at the, in this mercy seat. But we have the New Testament. So right now, when Christ appeared as the high priest, he entered once and for all into the holy places. Remember that curtain tore? By means of his own blood, thus securing eternal redemption. Hebrews 9, 11. And then uh, we see here who was, was and is and is to come. This talks about I'm the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God, who is and was and is to come, the Almighty. So just worship with me tonight. And we can pray that uh, this that this actually works tonight. I think I think it's going. All right, I love it. Despite all these technical problems, here we go. Let's worship the Lord. Heaven's mercy 
Isn't that beautiful? We're going to get into a little more exciting song now. I know Pam loves this one. <laughs> it's called Rattle. And it talks about this is the sound of the dry bones rattling all out of Ezekiel 37. Can you imagine that when Ezekiel the prophet, God says, breathe into these bones. He says, and I prophesied. There was a sound and behold a rattling and the bones came together, bone to its bone. It talks about praise, make a dead man walk again. Again, the grave, I'm coming out. I'm going to live again. John 11:44 gets into the man who had died, which was Lazarus, right? Came out. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. The third verse is resurrection power. There is another miracle here in this room. So it's talking about, I think, the church coming awake, us personally coming awake right this whole great awakening is about what this is all about luke 24 36 as they were talking about these things jesus himself stood among them and said to them peace to you Twas he resurrected power he was there pretty amazing um in the upper room with the disciples after his crucifixion pentecostal fire stirring something new you're not gonna run out of miracles anytime soon acts 2 3 when the day of pentecost arrived suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a rushing wind a mighty rushing wind and divided tongues as a fire rested on each one of them we're gonna see miracles in this time of day joy as we worship the rattle
fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, and whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. That's called Rattle. It's a new one that we added uh, relatively recently. Hope you enjoy that one. All right, we're going to get into the Word of God now. Dig into John 6. We've been going through all the way from John 1 all the way through this. So we're in our fourth or fifth week in here. We're going to just continue doing this. And uh, we're going to now start with John 6. And this is where Jesus feeds the 5,000. Uh, there might be a spoiler here. I got some chosen clips. Unfortunately, this chapter is literally the final season of, I mean, the final episode of the final season of, uh, or at least the most recent of episode, uh, the final episode 8 of of what would be season three so spoiler alert if you haven't seen the last episode i'm be playing some key parts of that right it's where jesus feeds the five thousand, and also where he walks on water we'll see how far we get here but after this jesus went into the other side of the sea of galilee which is the sea of tiberias and a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick jesus went up to the mountain there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. What's interesting is that here he is in Galilee because most people go to Jerusalem during that time. In fact, two of the three times the Passover happened during Jesus' ministry, right? He's in Jerusalem, but here he's in Galilee, way up north. Lifting up his eyes then and seeing that what large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this is the he said this to test him, for he knew himself what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. And what are they for so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus took, then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. And they, when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets of fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When he, people saw the sign that had been done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who has come into the world. And so isn't that interesting? Now, what, it's, just, it's interesting to understand that this is the only miracle where it's in all four Gospels. Because you have what you call the synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. We're all, we're to, there's a very high correlation of, of the same stories. John's a little different, right? So to have a story that all four actually talk about is pretty miraculous. And so I actually pulled up some of those so you can get a feel. This is one of the things I did when I was testing the reliability of the Bible. And I remember I have that blessedteach.com slash free gift. It talks about why the Bible's reliable. But one thing I did is I com compared all these together. And if you think about a lawyer, who, if there's a, uh, some type of event that happened and you're trying to figure out from different witnesses and you interview the witnesses, it's interesting how everybody perceives it differently. 
and you're going to get different facts from different people, right? So that is exactly what we're looking at here. And so this is John's view of what happened, right? Now, if we go back, if you go to the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, you've got Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the synoptic gospels, right? We can see that same story here. Now, there's also another story of feeding the 4,000, which is a separate event. But the one that's the 5,000 is, 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 is the same event. So that, this, is, this is, again, Matthew's view of this. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to the desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. You see how the story develops a little bit differently here? Because now he's healing people before this happens, while John kind of skipped that part. And now when it was evening, the disciples came out to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away and go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. So a little bit different version of what they perceived happened, right? They said to him, "Why we have only five loaves here and two fish. It doesn't say it's the little boy. Uh, we found out that detail from John, right? So you get some details from, from one account, just like you would if you interviewed multiple eyewitnesses. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass and taking the five loaves and two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And then all ate were satisfied. And then they took up 12 basketful of broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. So probably could be up to 10,000 or more people, right? Now, which is amazing if you think about that, two, two fish and five loaves. That's, that's why uh, I think it's uh, the chosen director Dallas he, he basically that's kind of his saying right it was a real big life moment for him when somebody said hey your job's not to feed the 5,000 you just provide the loaves and fish right so that so that's our our job is just to provide the loaves and fish he's going to do the multiplication right <laughs> you look at the now, now here's here's Mark's version right the apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught and he and and he said to them Come away by yourself to the desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a desolate place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. So you can see all of them are talking about these crowds coming to Jesus once they find out where he was because because of the miracles he was doing. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them because they were like sleep without a shepherd and he began to teach them many things and when it grew late his disciples came to him and said there is a desolate place and the hour is now late send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy them something to eat but he answered them you give them something to eat and they said to him shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it them to eat and he said to them how many loaves do you have go and see and when they found out they said five and two fish. So again, same facts here, but a little bit different emphasis. Then he commanded them to all sit down in groups of the gra green grass. So, so we now, now we know they had green grass around there, right? The other ones didn't say that. So they sat down in groups. But see, that's what's cool. When you get multiple witnesses, you kind of get the full story. That's why God's given us Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You had Matthew, who's more of a Jewish person, writing to the Jewish people, and Mark, more to the Greek 
oriented people. Luke was more of a historian. He gave us massive amount of details as a doctor, right? And then you had John who was writing so that we could believe. So it was an amazing, amazing time. Um, then he commanded them all to sit down in groups of the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. It's another, another new kind of uh, piece of information we get. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. Again, a little more detail about him looking up to heaven and saying a blessing. And he divided the, the two fish among them and they all ate and were satisfied and they look they took up 12 baskets full of pieces of fish and those who ate the loaves were 5000 men again very consistent but a little more color a little more detail that's why i love uh, the synoptic gospels and then be able to see when john talks about the same event it's it's a unique circumstance and that's why i'm taking time on this so you to see um, how these different Gospels emphasize different things. And here is Luke's account. Now, he's a doctor, right? He's meticulous. And um, on, the, on the return, the apostles told him that they, all they had done. And he took them and withdrew apart to a town called Bethesda. Now, now so there he is. Now, he's already given more details, right, on the actual town. When the crowds learned it they followed him and he welcomed them and spoke to them of the kingdom of God and cured those who had need of healing now the day began to wear away and 12 came and said to him and it's talking about so he sees all of the disciples came to him send the crowd away and go to the surrounding villages and countryside to find lodging and get provisions for we are here in a desolate place so this is the first time we see find lodging right um, but he said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said, you have no, we, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we are to go buy food for all these people. For there were about 5,000 men. And he said to the disciples, have them sit down in groups of about 50 each. Right? So very similar to the account we talked about last time. And although it said 50s and 100s. And they did so and, and had them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. You know, very similar to the, the account in Mark. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples and set before the crowd. And they all ate and were satisfied. And what was left over was picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces. So I wanted to, and a lot of people will use this and pick at it and say, this is a little different, this is different, so it probably didn't happen. Versus any lawyer that's looking at putting together a story from multiple eyewitnesses, you're always going to get different flavor, different different color from different people, and maybe even slight different perception differences. Um, but this is this is one of the unique areas where we have all four gospels talking about an incredible event of the five thousand being fed, and we'll get chosen's way. They they expand on this quite a bit. And chosen does that. It's plausible type stuff that could be happening with character development much deeper than what the Bible goes into, right? And we'll get to that in a second. But I wanted to praise and worship with one more song first, and then we'll go get into and watch the chosen version. Let's 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 uh, worship to our God. And um, just think about this. He gave us so much evidence, four different gospels to make sure we understood how amazing Jesus is. It says, our God is greater, is stronger, is higher than any other. Psalm 135, for I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. 
Who can compare with God? Now, Psalm 119, 4 and 5. Second verse out of this song, we're going to emphasize this. Uh, if our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand against us? So we can just internalize Romans 8.31 and understand. if in that, And we can apply that to today, obviously. If God is for us, who can be against us? And then I believe we see it's for the United States, for liberty and freedom throughout the world. Water you turn into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. Talking about his miracles we just talked about. Even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you have may know, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Jesus was claiming to be divine. John 10, 38. Then we look at there is no one like you, none like you. There's none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. Psalm 86, 8. Boy, have we seen works of Jesus feeding 5,000. So let's just worship our God. understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours.
nothing can stand against. Who can compare with God? Right off Psalm 139. So let's dig into a chosen clip. Again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the last episode of season three, um, this might ruin it for you. So um, this is part of the last scene. It's a seven and a half minute clip. I'm gonna flip over here. And uh, since all my OBS messed up, it, I'm just hoping this works. Let me see if I can get to the display full view. Yeah, it's just zooming in too much on it, unfortunately. And I don't think there's, I'm gonna try to adjust something real quick while you guys are watching. Okay, see if I can get this to not be so huge on the screen. So I'm really messing with the aspect ratio here to get it to be closer to what it's supposed to be. And then when we go live, I think it, I mean, then when we start playing this, I think it'll be better for you. That's now too small. Looks like it's gonna make me go to one or two. So we'll just go about there. So that should be good. So let's, let's uh, listen to this seven minute clip for those of you on the podcast, um, but uh, it's going to be awesome for those of you who got the video. Let's let's watch together. Of the hidden treasure, that makes it worth everything. Have you come closer to here, better? No, there there is an issue. My friends, if you'll excuse me, I must speak with my students a moment. Rabbi, mm. people are out of food. Some have been without food for days, others have traveled a great distance. So, give them something to eat. We're out of food. They're out of food. Time to send them home. Well, at this point, they're so hungry and tired. If we send them home, they're faint along the way. You knew they were hungry? Yes, Judas. I can see them while I'm talking. Hmm. <laughs> Well, this is a tough one. Where can we buy some bread for all these people? We only came with a little over 200 denarii. Rabbi, that's not even enough to get a little bit for everyone. I wouldn't even know how to calculate that. Matthew and I can calculate that. That's really easy. Maybe if we go into the cities, we can negotiate something on credit. Yes. Yes, that could work. Negotiate with whom? The closest city is Abila, and its entire population is here. It's nine miles away, and even if we raided every house in town, we'd have to find a way to bring it back here, and it would still only feed a fraction of the masses. Can you bring me anything? Surely there's some food from someone, even a small amount. Five loaves of bread and two fish. But what is this for so many? Barley loaves. Two fish and five barley loaves. Thank you for clarifying. This is humiliating. John? He will take care of it if he wants to. You look scared. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid that he'll choose them. This is wonderful bread, Telemachus. I know it's not enough. Oh, it's enough for me. I can do a lot with this. Thank you. 
I said, are you? Lord, our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. But they find some bread. If they've got bread, be ready. We'll probably be first. Feed them. What has changed? Are we... Organize the people into groups of 50 and 100. Gather up 12 baskets to distribute the loaves and fish. Was I unclear? Ah, no. This feels familiar. Maybe. Let's go. Does anyone have a basket? Please borrow a basket. Please. Or do. Please. Come on. Yes, over here. Feed them. Yes. Anyone have a basket? Anyone? The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds. But when it has grown, yeah, yeah. it is larger than all the okay, gardens. It becomes a tree so that the birds of the air can come and make their nests in its branches. I've got one. Come on, break up the bread. Okay, how many do we have? There, you take some. There. Just eat some. Give me some of that. Just like that. Yeah, there. There's one. Anyone need some? It's better than the tail. That's the last of it. Yeah, that's the last of it. Alright. Marcus, you can have your basket back. I'm giving you spiritual food. But you clearly need actual food now. So let's eat!
Love that music. Pretty cool scene, huh? That's amazing uh, what they can do with that. So what I was going to do is get into another worship song just to, to see what, 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 how awesome is that. And uh, to get close to Jesus is so important. That's why we're going to sing this next one is just nothing else. Because um, nothing else will do compared to, to him, right? The first verse talks about, I just want you, nothing else, Jesus. Nothing else will do. When John 4 says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. Matthew 6, 24 says, then Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That's, I think, what Jesus asked us to do here. This awesome God that we have is the second uh, verse this talks about, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 33.3 talks about all his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. Philippians 3.3 in the New Testament says, Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. We also know Martha with her hair was washing Jesus' feet, uh, getting ready for burial as well. We just can only fit so many verses in, in here on the one pager that we do before each song. And then it says, Jesus, don't you don't owe me anything. I just want you. For all of sin and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23 and Deuteronomy, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Jesus, we want nothing else besides you. I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh for blessings Jesus you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do I just want you I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions, I'm sorry When I just sang another song Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you 
Oh. 
Getting to surround it in a second. Wanted to first, uh, uh, you know, I think I am going to move this around it. I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some of the people maybe confused that just saw that clip where Peter kind of had a bad attitude where he's going, I'm afraid they're going to choose them. Um, in the story, he his wife just lost um, a baby, right? So I uh, had a miscarriage, so he's devastated and he's mad at Jesus <laughs> for. And that becomes part of the story of the next clip that we'll get into next week when he actually uh, walks on water, right? And Peter comes out as well. Pretty, uh, very, very well done in my opinion. I think you'll really enjoy that next week as we dig into the next part of uh, John 6. But I wanted to invite you as we continue to worship here for some discussion. We'd love to have you backstage to do that on Zoom with us. And so we're going to talk about what does the scripture mean to you? What does the miracles of Christ mean to you? What's he done in your life? Anything you'd like to share, we'd love to have you backstage. You can do that for free now. It just takes a couple minutes. You just go to blessedteach.com, blessed the number two teach.com, and you can be backstage in a matter of a few minutes. Free access now. We're doing a, just like the chosen, a pay forward model where we want it to be free and not have any barriers for you just to get backstage, come and discuss scripture with us right now. So we'll open that up in just a second after uh, singing this beautiful song of Surrounded, where we may feel like we're surrounded by all these enemies. Right now we can see that with this cabal and everything they're trying to do, um, but we know who's really surrounding us, right? And so let's dig into this right now. Um, again, but go come backstage um, at blessedteach.com slash backstage or just blessedteach.com and hit the backstage tab. We'd love to have you as part of this ministry. There's a lot to more than just coming uh, talking to us about scriptures. We also do sharing of our praise reports on Mondays and Thursdays on praise and prayer, as well as praying specifically for your prayer request on Mondays and Thursdays. We also have a prayer wall on the neighborhood, which is a Facebook replacement platform. We also you can be part of the Q and A with Patriot guests like Amanda Grace and Julie Green and. Uh, Mary Crowley and so many more, Clay Clark and Dr. Artis, all those people, you can be on the Zoom with them while they're being interviewed and when we turn it over to Q&A and you can pray with them there as well. Not to mention you have a lot of other tools such as the Searchy platform. We would love to have you backstage. So go to blessedteach.com slash backstage. Join us for free now with uh, all the other members already paying forward. It allows us to do that for you. We want to invite you in to our family. Um, with that, let's dig into this. Um, this is often called fight my battles as well. And that's that first line says, this is how I fought my battles." So my weapons are praise and thanksgiving. That's my favorite part of this whole song. It only says it in a little tiny part of it, but it's just beautiful. And it brings us back to an Old Testament passage in 2 Chronicles 20, 22, 23, where 
the Lord literally had the praise band go in front of the army. <laughs> he said he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord sent an ambush against them in and had that had come against Judah so that they were routed. They all helped to destroy one another. I believe that's what's going to happen in this time and this day, where the cabal is going to destroy each other. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. So do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elijah prayed, and remember, he opened up the eyes of his servant. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. That's out of 2 Kings 6, 16 through 17. There's a table that you prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Right out of Psalm 23, 5. It says, in your body and your blood you shed for me. Right out of the, the, the meal, Passover meal. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. This is my body, which is given for you. This is the cup of the new covenant of my blood. Here it goes. Let's sing. Surrounded.
All right. Now we're going to get into a little bit of discussion about anything that hit you on this scripture. Again, of John 6, about the feeding of the 5,000 or that beautiful chosen episode. Um, we'd just love to have your thoughts on it and any questions you have about the four different versions of uh, that and Mark, Matthew, Luke, King. Anything that you have, you can do that uh, offline on Facebook or Rumble. Or you can just unmute or put your hand up on uh, backstage here. And again, you can come backstage on Zoom with us. That's a beautiful part. All you do is go to blessedteach.com, go to the backstage tab. I also want to invite you to the free Facebook replacement platform. That is neighborhood.social. So just go to neighborhood.social, and I think you'll really enjoy uh, that as well. So I'll share a little bit with, um, until you guys are ready to share. Um, with, uh, let me just make sure I have the participant window up so I can see if anybody has anything. My participant window is hiding on me. There it is. All right, so I, I've noticed you. I've talked a little bit about Peter and the way how they portrayed him in this and how he's frustrated with Jesus, right? And I think uh, that's a common occurrence where we get frustrated with our lives and what's going on. And uh, that's healthy for us to go to the Lord when we're frustrated. Um, just make sure that you're going to him and not other places, right? I think that's a big, big part of that. Um, but it, as an apologist, as somebody who was a skeptic, as to those of you who heard my testimony on the Julie Green show, uh, don't miss that. It was it's on her channel. I can go to her Rumble channel and where we talk about how I was a skeptic and I was like Lee Strobel or like um, Josh McDowell trying to prove the Bible wrong, right? And, um, and it was the overwhelming evidence that came up. Was it? And some of those were things like that, right? If you just look at the same story four separate times. And each time, um, a lot of a lot of skeptics that are will, will, will try to pick apart that and say this didn't happen, when instead it just opened up my eyes to more like the fullness of these different perspectives, right? And I and I think that's a beautiful and healthy thing to be able to study and and look at all these different type of aspects, such as that's why we looked at all four versions of that, right? And we got the flavor of him looking up to heaven, right? Saying a blessing on a couple of versions that didn't emphasize that in the other versions. We also got the, you know, the flavor of Jesus asking the question first or did they actually come to him first? And, and you can see the way the chosen depicted that. They kind of blended multiple versions together to do their expanded version that they, that they gave. And so it's a beautiful way to just dig into scripture and understand how um, the Lord preserved all this for us with these four separate Gospels. Again, Matthew being more writing to, if you see a lot of his writings refer to the happenings in a Jewish type culture, right? Mark takes out a lot of that out. I mean, he's writing more, probably more to a Gentile audience. And then you look at Luke again, a doctor meticulously documenting things. And that's where a lot of archeological findings corroborate Luke especially when it came to the census and what cities they were in and they were talking about what governor was who at, at the time um, and a lot of people attacked Luke as being false and wrong because the science at that point in time was pointing towards something different and the new archaeological finds actually come, uh, showed uh, Luke was completely right the doctor Luke was completely right and um, and, and that, that's kind of a huge testimony. And not only did he write the, the Gospel of Luke, he also wrote Acts, right? So he 
meticulously documented what happened in the first early church as well, which gives us all that. So that's why I believe God does all that, right? So with that, does anybody have anything on backstage that you'd like to discuss or what, what, did, what did some of that scripture mean to you guys? Go ahead, Lois. I'm always the first one, aren't I, Rick? You gotta get something started. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess the thing that that I was touched by the most was the chosen clip, and I'm so glad you're showing those mm -hmm. because it brings it to life. Mm -hmm. I wondered so for so many years when I would see or read the scriptures about the fish and the and the bread and so many people and how did he really do that to multiply it and this brought it into reality with the baskets how the baskets were full how they were surprised by the baskets being full and then how the people reacted when they were fed and it it was just I'm so glad you included that because it like I said earlier it brought it to real re, into reality it brought it into reality i guess that's the best way i can say it mm -hmm. so yeah, that's one thing i just that was, that's one that thing. was my favorite part yeah that's one thing i just love about the chosen even though they amplify on it if you will like the amplified bible right they're amplified on plausible type things you know what could peter have been mad at that point in time? he could have been probably not maybe not but you know it, it deepens the character um so they've done movie movie um high quality you know production in in within the gospel right so there's some other versions where they only say what's in the bible and they do a good job depicting it with movement except that the matthew has the one out that's just beautiful but boy the chosen's really put depth into this and yeah i agree lois it's, it's fun fun to dig into that and see that but if you have any questions online or um, ha or, or, uh, or backstage or want to just talk about how this is scripture impacted you or anything else you want to share about what, how, what Lord's doing in your life. We'd love to hear it. Um, I know somebody on Rumble Rants put, don't put God in a box. He can do all things. Amen. Is that Gin Carr, right? Gin Carr, right? Yeah, I think that's a uh, big part of what we do when you look at the, some people call seminaries cemeteries right because people have um this been taken over by some of the Rothschild, some of these seminaries and they teach higher and lower criticism trying to dismantle the the beautiful proofs we have in the bible versus relishing and loving them right so go ahead kathy well what comes to my mind is that we're supposed to do the things that Jesus did, so it will be fun to do those kind of miracles too, to be able to multiply food, multiply wine, do those kind of things. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of exciting if you think about him saying that we are going to do the, uh, the same works he does, right? <laughs> also do the works he does, and the even greater works as the body of Christ. So that's why we have to understand that power, right, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that is, that is quite exciting. Go go ahead, Pam. Um, I I've seen a couple of times where that has played out in real life. Um, and I also heard from Julie Green that when they were anointing people for prayer at uh, the Reawakening tour, they were running all on oil, and um, 
a few minutes later, they realized it was all full up again. Yes. And nobody had gone and got any. So, I mean, I've seen, like I had, my car was on E and, um, and I was praying about it and all of a sudden it was up higher and, you know, I made it to a gas station and everything was okay. So. Yes. Um, and I think that's what we're going to see more and more of as, uh, because, you know, we get reports from places like Iran where we're seeing real big miracles and Africa um, miracles happening all the time and vis visitations Jesus visiting people and uh, we don't see that a lot in America because of the of the bad teaching that the fruits of the spirit I mean that the gifts of the spirit aren't active any longer which is a, just a horrible cancer that got into these seminaries right some of the best seminaries in the world like Dallas Theological Seminary they all teach secession theology uh, which is a which is a huge cancer in my opinion that teaches that healings don't happen miracles don't happen and uh, we're seeing those right you know just in the reawaken tour we've, we're seeing those so it's exciting to to know that God the God of the of miracles is active in his body right because <laughs> he's the head his body of Christ so he wants us to be doing those and expecting miracles that's why we yeah. aren't shy when we ask, right? Linda, go, <laughs> Linda, go ahead. Yes, um, I was listening to Julie's um, press fulfillment thing, and she said about the oil. She said, it's, it, um, there's, they're going to be going deeper and behind the story what's going on with the oil. There's a deeper meaning of it. Mm -hmm. Why are they doing what they're doing? Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. she, she, she was talking about the gasoline. Like, it might have been the oil thing. And Julie said about they just there's a deeper thing about the oil. The, the, I forget some the oil. There, they make it higher for us or something. I don't know. I'm sorry. I do remember something about the oil. The deeper meaning thing behind it. I know the little one words had a lot about oil flowing over the earth, representing the Holy Spirit as well. So it's interesting yeah. that, man, so who knows why I did not hear the Julie Green prophetic word today, but it's interesting how that's happening. Yeah, the, but one thing, if you just go back to John 5, John 5 and 6, right? And we're about ready to get into, John 6 is a very long chapter, right? We just went through the very first parts of it. Um, and mm -hmm. we're going to get into him walking on water, Peter walking on water, amazing scene next week, and then get it into the bread of life. And it's just amazing when you look at uh, Jesus uh, and the being the, the fulfillment of this manna from heaven, right? So you had uh, this, mm -hmm. this, they would have all died in the desert, obviously, if God didn't feed them with that. So that's pretty cool. So, so not sure if, oh, I see, I see uh, people just haven't put their hands down. So let, make sure you put your hands down so I know if there's anybody new, new coming up. But um, yeah, that is a beautiful, uh, a beautiful representative of, the, of, of the, the living water he is, yeah, as, well as, the, as well as the bread of life and why we do communion, right? And think, think about that. So we're gonna be digging into that next week, but let's, let's worship again here. Um, before we wrap it up, if you have any other comments, let me let me know, and we can hit those right afterwards as we wrap up and and pray. But let's get into holy is the Lord. 
And this, uh, again, all these songs we picked have massive scripture associated with them. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. The song says, and we can look at Isaiah and Revelation, New Testament and Old Testament. The Old Testament, Isaiah says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And Revelation 4, 8 points to the time we're going to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Second verse we emphasize is, For the joy of the Lord is our strength. How great, how awesome is he. And Nehemiah 8:10 says, And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And Psalm 47, 2 says, For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. Psalm 47, 2. This uh, song also gets into, an, and together we sing. Everyone sing. And again, we've got a new uh, Old Testament and a New Testament here. It says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Psalm 96. And addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Ephesians 5.19, that's really what praise and prayer is all about that we do, is addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. That's what we're doing right now in word and worship as well. Let's sing holy is the Lord. We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength bow down and worship him now how great how awesome is he and together we
All right, we'll wrap her up with one more song, and then we'll say a quick prayer. The heart of worship has got three verses that we emphasize here. Is I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry for the Lord that I'm, I'm so sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it. Out of Mark 8:34, see, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. John 4:23 says, "Worship the Father in spirit and truth." So as you sing this song, just marinate on some of these verses. Second uh, verse from the song is, "You search much deeper. You're looking into my heart. How things appear." 1 Samuel 12, 24 says, Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. 1 Kings 8, 61 also says, Let your heart therefore be wholly true to the Lord our God. Third verse we emphasize is, King of endless worth, how much you deserve, all, all I have is yours. Psalm 146 says, The Lord reigns forever, your God, for all generations. 1 John 2 says, He is a toning sacrifice for our sins and also for the sins of the whole world. Thank the Lord God Almighty that we have this. He deserves all our worship. Lord God Almighty. When the music fades stripped away and I simply come longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart Deeper within 
then I contemplate our weaknesses. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He's atoning sacrifice for our sins and also for the sins of the whole world. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Since I, especially since I was not feeling real well yesterday and we didn't get to do Thursday morning um, uh, PCR, Project Children Rescue, which we usually do twice a week, we only did it once. So I figured we'd just kind of do that now, we're just praying for the children. Um, for anybody that'd like to jump in, that would be awesome. There's kind of three major things that the Lord told us to pray about specifically in this ministry, and that is number one, Project Children Rescue. The rescue of the children. Number two is the soldiers that are rescuing them and fighting this cabal. Number three is really against the worldwide media, the mainstream media across the nations that are lying to people. So those are three things that we can lift up right now. So anybody that'd like to pray, keep your uh, camera on, and uh, and uh, or just or just put your hand up. 
we'll have a couple, two or three people pray and then, then we'll finish it up and we'll actually blow the shofars as well. Something that we do on our Thursday morning. We would well, love for you to join us. That's another backstage opportunity. It's on our normal Zoom that you would join Monday through Fridays live with us or Sunday morning live with us. I do have a vacation coming up where my next two Sundays I'm not going to be out. So we'll have to figure out whether I might be pay, playing a recording on those mornings or I might sneak in and surprise you and become come live. So we'll, I'll let you know um, how that works out. But uh, anyway, um, Thursday morning we also at 10 p.m. CST um, get on live and sing to the Lord. Um, and I'm sorry, we don't sing to the Lord. We actually pray for the children <laughs> below the shofars. I guess we're blowing the shofars. But anyway, so let me know if anybody would like to pray. Otherwise, I'll just call a couple of people to just lift, lift, lift any of those three things up. It would be awesome. Thank you, backstagers. I see Teresa raising her hand there. So Teresa, why don't you go ahead and start us off with just praying whatever's in your heart about any of these things. I think, think Teresa's trying to unmute. It's not. While she's unmuting, why not, uh, would, you, would you mind uh, starting us out on that? Yes. <clears throat> yes, of course. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come here before you and uh, lift up this situation, all of this uh, this uh, terrible things that is going on in this world. And we know, Jesus, that you have already taken all this evilness on yourself. Uh, but we have this assignment that you have, have given us, Father God. And uh, we want to lift up the children, all of these beautiful children, Father, that you have created. We ask you that you will find them you will rescue them. You will send your warring angels to come and find them. And let your Holy Spirit just shine on the light on them for the military. So the military will see, find them. That they will know in their spirit, in the Holy Spirit, that's the way. There they are. There they are. Father God, we ask you to send that help, those those angels, Father God, the help and helper angels, helper angels, Father God, so they will find all these children that are screaming for help, Father God. But we thank you that you have rescued so many already. We are here to praise you because thank your you. name, Jesus, is above every other name mm -hmm. we thank you we praise you and bless all these children father bless them rescue them heal them restore them thank you lord and take mm -hmm. away all these evil doers mm -hmm. what they are doing to these children father god just just i don't know what i just take them out father god and put them in jail, put them in jail, whatever you need to do to just get them out from their child, from, from the children, Father God. Thank you, and Lord. we also ask you that you will bless the military so they are protected 
by your holy angels, the warrior angels. They need them, Father God. They need them in their assignments. We are so grateful that we know that you are Father God in Jesus' name on the move. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Pam, would you go ahead and pray as well? Do you mind? And I know Tricia, I don't know if you're waving to try to, but you're still not unmuted. So <laughs> you can go next as well. Go ahead, Pam. Pam and then Teresa. Heavenly Father, we come to you and we thank you and praise you. Again, we pray for the children, those that are missing, those that are being saved right now, and those that need to be found yet. Lord, just be with those children until they're found and safely removed from the places they're hidden. Yes. And send your ministering angels to them and the soldiers that find them. And bring peace to all. And Father, in the name of Jesus, please tie the tongues of the lying media. Mm. We've had enough. Please do that for us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. 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 Teresa, go ahead. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for your magnificence, Father God. We don't need anybody but you. And Lord, we're calling on your angels to go forth and forward throughout our land and protect all the children, not just the ones that are in tunnels and insane places like that, but also children that are in homes where not where they're not being taken care of properly and things like that. Comfort them and guide them and help their families get the help and support they need to to take care of their children properly. And Lord, guide us and direct us in ways that we can help and make a difference everywhere we go in our areas of, in our regions, Father God. And I thank you for the wonderful things that you have already done for us. I, I know, Father, that you want a universal revival. And Father God, we're part of that. So I ask you to give us the courage and the wisdom in how to make that come about, Father God, because there's so many people that need you and they don't even know they need you, Father God. But Lord, I know you're a God of love. You're, a, you're the Lord of love and your love covers a multitude of sins, Father God. So Lord God, I just ask you to pour out, pour out your loving blood over and around all of us so that we're safe to do the things you want us to do and that you'll guide us so that we can serve you better. And Lord, I thank you for Rick, and I thank you that he's feeling better. I ask you to continue restoring him completely and yeah. have him ready for his trip, that yeah. it'll go well and he'll have a really wonderful time and enjoy yeah. being with his family. And yes. Lord, guide us and help us to do the things that we need to do while he's not with us. Yeah. In your precious holy name we pray, amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
Alright, Lois, do you like to pray? Then we'll do Linda, and then I'll wrap her up. I gotta get closer to the microphone, or you won't be able to hear me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Father God, when I think about these children, and I think about these caves and the places they are, all alone, without their parents crying and their little tear-stained faces, dirty from sitting in the dirt. And I remember the vision that you gave us quite a while ago about the angels coming and the light that came from the angels and how the angels were guiding the military to come and find them and pick them up and give them love and carry them to freedom. And how these little faces were just beaming as they saw their parents and they saw that they were rescued. Father, there's so much evil in these places. And as Teresa prayed earlier, it isn't just in the caves. It's going on in other places too and in the homes, which is really sad. So I'm lifting up these children, Father, but I also want to lift up the military, the soldiers, those that are assigned to go into these places and find these children and what the, th the things are that, things that they are finding are unspeakable. I won't even, I couldn't even mention it here. It's so unspeakable. And the after effects, that's what I want to bring before you, Father. The after effects of this and the PTSD that these soldiers are going to be facing. I pray mm -hmm. for healing to come to them. I pray that their sleep will be peaceful. I pray that you will touch their brains, their minds, their hearts, their souls, their spirits, and their bodies. So that when they put their head on their pillow at night, that they can rest, rest yes. easy and feel your presence with them to know that what they did was the right thing, even though it was horrible for them to see that what they did was the right thing. And thank you, Father, for the sacrifices that they've had to make to rescue these children. I come against the evil. I come against the evil ones that are taking them, the evil yes. ones that are hurting them, the evil ones that are stealing the, the things that they get from them. I bring it all to your attention, Father, and I ask that you would yes. look down right now yes. and that you would handle this, that you would stop it. And as Linda often prays, stop this and bring those children home right now. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Linda, Amen. go ahead. Dear Father, in Jesus' name, I command that those children are brought back home, sing down, help the military out as well, help them to, I would little sick, and help them, the military out. I don't even want to know what they're going through. They don't, and I don't want to have the sound of be sick, you'll be sick to your stomach. I don't really want that. <laughs> I, Anyway, so I, I command right now, say you get your hand out those children, or God's children, I command your hand out and let the, them children come home safe and the military back where they belong. In Jesus' my name, pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you so much, Linda. All right, so mm -hmm. I'm just going to pray one last prayer. We'll blow the shofars, calling down the warring holy angels, the angels of all ranks of division, as well as the Lion of Judah. 
for justice, Lord. Just to, but thank you. And that's that's what I just lift up to you, Lord, is just justice for this evil that we have when it comes to children and what they're doing. All the way back to Moloch and Baal. Um, I've read about in the Kings, and it's just like, wow, even Solomon did this at the end of his life. And so many kings just allowed this evil to, to occur in uh, your chosen people. And now, um, here we have it continuing in our day, Lord, but now it's being hidden. Lord, so this gets exposed, I just pray it, you just lift the veil off our eyes, of everyone's eyes, to be able to see what's really going on and be able to put an end to it, Lord. We know that only can be yes. done by your power. And so we yeah. do that uh, by using that power you've given us. So you've given us the power of Jesus through the authority yeah. in Christ. And so we lift up in the power and the authority of his name, the name above all names, and by the bloody shed force. But that power and authority we call down all those that are doing evil to our children. Anybody yes. that's doing anything with adrenochrome, anything to do with organ harvesting, anything to do with trafficking, anything to do with anything that has to do with rituals or satanic rituals that have anything to do with hurting our children. Lord, we call that down in the mighty name of Jesus. We also call down all this news media that's lying to us every single day that the, we ask for an end to all the pro propaganda and 4 a.m. talking points coming from this evil cabal, these evil globalist elites. We ask that they fall. We call down Klaus Schwab, we call down Noah Harari, we call yes. down Bill Gates, yes. we call down George yes. Soros, we call down all these yes. evil people. And now all yes. of those above them that are that are mastering them or the yes. ones below them that are being puppeted by them, we call them to repentance or to completely be judged by the mighty name of Jesus. And that Lord, yes. we just ask for the healing of these children, the healing of the soldiers. As a, And I agree with all these prayers, Lord. What an amazing prayer warrior group we have here. And with that, we're going to blow our shofars, Lord, right now, asking for angels of all rankings and divisions to come down on that ladder of Jacob, down, 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 Lord, to earth. So we'll have um, heaven on earth, Lord, as we yes. see judgment yes. and the righteousness of yes. Christ come in here. Lord, we look forward to the line of Judah in his exercise and his judgment, as well as angels of all rankings and divisions, warring angels messenger angel ministering angels lord we call them all down in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for listening to us listen to our prayers and listen to our shofars as we blow those in the mighty name of jesus amen 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 Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. Thank you for answering our prayers. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Hey, with that, we appreciate you guys so much um, for being here. Um, we are, well, I just want to invite you to this family. Um, we do that every Tuesday night and um, Thursday. I kind of We kind of give demonstrated a little bit, but we kind of talk about some of the great answered prayers we've had as we look at the news and find all these pedophiles and all these uh, children being rescued mm -hmm. and uh, other items. Um, so you find that group, by the way, on the neighborhood. So go to neighborhood.social, neighborhood.social, 
free Facebook replacement. There's a group called PCR, Project Children Rescue. You can join that group and um, it'll have all the links. And then again, the same Zoom link that you would come backstage is what we do Tuesday nights and Thursday uh, mornings around 10 a.m. Love to have you in part of that. Um, just become part of the Perm Warrior group. We also have all kinds of other groups. I just want to quickly show you because I just think it's a, it's a critical to what's going on right now. Is if you go to b2tneighborhood.com uh, or neighborhood.social is probably the easiest one to remember. Neighborhood.social. That is where the neighborhood is. That's where the Christian Patriot platform is. And when you go there, there's groups here. And so when you go to the groups, you'll see these prayer support Zoom groups. You can see them all right here. Right? And um, again, there is the PCR right here, Project Children Rescue. We have 45 members right now. We'd love to have you as part of this. Again, it's on a free Christian Patriot platform. And there's also a God Squad. And so if you look at each of these, you can you can join one Wednesday at 11. And this one is the Tuesday and Thursday I was just showing you. The Here's Sunday at noon. You have the Growing in the Fruit of the Spirit. You got Friday at 3 p.m., the Courts of Heaven. We'd love for you to join these. Get involved with other Christian Patriots. Prayer Share Care, Sunday at 3 p.m. And then Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., we do a Bible study and also Prayer Warrior Training. And then um, the Safe Place to Talk truth connectors at noon on saturday so join those just go again neighborhood.social neighborhood.social make sure you get involved in this if you really want to get deep into the ministry though go to backstage it's free now the links are down below in this video blessedteach.com hey with that we want to say love you guys if you wouldn't mind uh, all everybody backstage just unmuting and saying goodbye Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Sending you love you yeah. hugs. And thank you, Rick. Mm -hmm. We God are so you. happy to see you. Yeah. So happy. Yes. 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 Good to see y'all. Have a blessed week. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.